What it is, what's good, what's poppin'? It's your boy Marquise Q Sav in the building. Hey, what's good with you? It's Ray Rashad. It's your boy Easy E. Yes, sir. We all we're missing Pastor Juan and Deputy uh, Knight, but Not Deputy Knight. But we have two absent brothers, but we also gained two real brothers. In their absence, we have Dejan Big Smoke Johnson in the building. Yes, sir. <laughs> they also call him Big Shot Johnson when you call him. Big Shot Johnson be the name. <laughs> Look, basketball's the game. <laughs> and we also have Capaholic. Nah, I'm just playing. Oh, oh, Derek. No, no, no. Derek Rush in the building. Also, the co owner of Rush's Restaurant. That's what, he, that's what he told us when we first met him. That's my family. That's what he said. Hey. hey, man. How y'all boys doing, man? Where y'all boys coming from? Chilling, bro. Chilling. You know, just got back from the merit. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, What's the merit? Was it the city, yeah? Hey, something South Carolina. Oh, shit. Hell, you know. Real eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, it's crazy when y'all think, like, think about, like, just the evolution of the friendship, bro. Like, we started off at... Doggone intramurals and right. just she just, kind of, she just kind of took off from there. Right. Dejan was my mentee during intramurals, bro, and he was the worst mentee. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Anything, bro. You know how you supposed to like check on one people, make sure they straight, like thought they process. Yeah, I would hit Dejan up. He would never text me, <laughs> bro. First of all, you used to email me. We text that email for intramurals. That's true. That's true. I swear, bro. Whenever, whenever Q would text me, he'll be like, "You ain't get my email." I'd be like, "What email?" You <laughs> Bro, it's, it, I think it's the funniest part about it was just like we all came together and got close off the fact that like one day everybody was just sitting down. We was like, "This some bullshit." Like, nah, this, for this, real. This, this, that's really amazing. Bro, no, only back. Literally was a. I hate this job. <laughs> you too, bro. For real. I hate this job. Shit, what's your name, bro? Where you be at? Where you live at? Right? <laughs> bro, that's how. That's really what happened. Y'all boys handled that bad. It, it, it was just. A, it was more so like. It was more so like the staff, like the, the employers, not the employees. Mm. Like, but our first so employer was pretty straight though. Yeah. Shout out to Don Mills. Don Big Don. Yes, sir. Don to Don. The rest of them could kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> bro, we all quit at the same time. Too, <laughs> literally, all quit the same literally, time. like Rashad said. You, nah, you, was, schedule. you was and first. He was like, I quit, bro. I said, shit, I'm finna quit, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, was last, I was last, bro. I finished out my, uh, I finished out the, supervisors, the supervisor's uh, training. Got all that gear. I said, peace. Bro, I thought I got that four dollar paycheck for two weeks. I said, yeah, I can't believe <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> How you get four dollars? The bro. summer was rough. Bro. I don't know. Sean got twenty. Yeah. That's still not. I good. always got paid. You got twenty. We and we both got like four or five dollars. Bro, a check. Summer eighteen was tough. They had the nerve to write a check for four dollars. Summer eighteen was rough. Oh, it was four dollars. If we wasn't working, if we wasn't working orientation, bro, we was not getting paid at all. Bro, shout out, bro. Hey, that's a that's a that's a real point to take away right there. But we made a shake with like four dollar checks that summer, bro. We, we had no choice. Bro. Had we to get out of the You gotta remember that that summer, our friendship grew a lot that summer too. Because we used yeah. to like link up and cook together. So, you know, like yeah, bro, that shit really like put it put bro. put in for some food. Yeah. Or you used to get through. For this nigga, bro. nah, this nigga made that bologna sandwich. Hard as hell, <laughs> with a cheese and syrup. And some ketchup on that bit too. And it was a hot dog, but too on the regular bread. It was a hot dog. Y'all boys don't know about that. That's good eating. And you showed us how to make that peas with them beans with the oil? Yeah. You put a little oil on the top of that thing right now, boy? Y'all tell everybody the secret. That's all, everybody yeah, that's all you need. But um, this is our first podcast with our first guest. It's a pretty big podcast. If I do say so myself, I'm pretty sure the weight of the eight brethren would agree to. What y'all boys been up to, man? Like, tell us a little about yourself. Where y'all from? What y'all aspirations? Or, you know. Man, honestly, bro, 
It's ironic. It's ironic. Uh, <coughs> ironically enough, as it is, I've been listening to the podcast pretty much. It kind of it's kind of wow. different being on this side. Yeah. What you think about it? Uh, quality content, genuine perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not really. I don't feel like it's nothing y'all trying to put on. Y'all, y'all disagree healthily, you know, and that's that's something that definitely, definitely disagree. disagree. Yeah, definitely. I'm saying that's 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 a testament to y'all friendship, which is good. But I mean, we talking we talking real topics, you know. Y'all are talking real topics, and I mean that's that's respectful. Uh, as far as quarantine, I just been trying to do what everybody else been trying to do: stay away from that Rona. Stay away from it. Um, exercising, trying to come up with creative ways to do that at the crib. That's hard, but I mean. No, I was lifting the couch the other day. Like, it's, it's you, I think like, you tagged me that channel. I said, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Can't not that bored. Bro, the, yeah. first, the first four days of quarantine, all you saw was Derek on Instagram doing push-ups. I'm like, all right. <laughs> bro, I, I was like, I was just going crazy, bro. I couldn't. I could tell. Derek started realizing we're going to be here for a minute. Bro, <laughs> once it really sunk in, I was like, yeah, let me go ahead and get in my mode and tap in because... It was just, it was crazy, but I've, I've been reading a couple books too, bro, like. What you been reading? Oh, the Enlightenment. Um, it's this book by Megan Goodhusband, Devon Franklin, it's called The Truth About Men. You know, trying to, get rid of, trying to get rid of that toxic masculinity and all of that, you know what I'm saying? Because that's a real thing, apparently. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> Never heard of it. FBMA. <laughs> nah, for real. But, uh, career aspirations. You got what that boy's trying to do? Um, I mean, freelance work is what I, I want to do the most, uh, being creative, having your own creative direction, uh, not really working under nobody, just working for yourself, um, photography, videography, stuff like that, you know, uh, just being able to go out and be creative, uh, that's my main aspiration. You put out any, like, products or anything like that? Um, honestly, I have, like, a lot in the chamber. I'm just waiting to set up my Instagram and stuff like that. It's oh, coming real soon. Oh, shoot. Well, what's, the, what's the Instagram? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It ain't. It ain't ah. it, it, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's loading. It's loading. But, um, yeah, like, just getting that content uh, so that once that Instagram comes out, it's just constant. Well, I can speak on behalf of the group. Y'all some, you know, quality individuals. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like people want to follow you, growth and stuff like that. So why don't you drop y'all social handles and stuff like that so people can follow y'all? Um, y'all at smoke.supreme oh, yes, on Instagram. <laughs> at smoke. No, hold up. Oh, at smoke supreme one on Twitter. Um, yeah, so follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I don't really got Twitter followers like that. But Twitter really like that Twitter phase just really is like it phased out and it hurt a lot of people, bro. Because if you didn't hop in on that Twitter phase, yeah, I got on Twitter late. You bro. can't get yeah, like over a thousand followers now, nah, bro. I miss you like Jawan. Jawan yeah, was too. I, feel, I see what you're saying. You, you had to be, you, you had, had to be, be in on that Twitter phase. Like it had to be like 2014 to 2016 when you got yep. on Twitter and started. Yeah, I just, I just, I just got old. I just I got old in 2015. So I feel like I was like, I got on 2017. Damn. So 18 was tough for me when I started. I've been on school. since middle school, but I ain't really like been tweeting until like mm. 10th grade. <laughs> Tweet about that long? Nah, like my 8th grade. Year, since we've been in like 7th grade. My 8th grade, bro. What? Yes. Twitter been out for a minute, bro. It ain't look how it look now, but it's been out. Yeah. It's definitely evolved over the years. But you can follow me um, on Instagram. Changed it recently. Um, it's underscore D E R I C dot J R or dot J dot R, excuse me. So it's underscore Derek dot J dot R on Instagram. Twitter is hold on, let me check that because I changed that too. Oh, nah, man, they man. said you supposed to know this information. But see, I had he already he already he wasn't ready at all. Hey, so the twi- hey, check it out. The, twi- the Twitter is uh, underscore Derek 
Jr. Not Jr. But Jr. It looks like Derek Jr. We had a little had a little discussion about that the other day. We discussed this. Oh, yeah, we discussed it on Twitter. I thought that that that. Okay. Well, speaking on the um, topic of quarantine, I've both been following uh, quarantine, uh, quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Yeah, I was about to say I'm following quarantine radio. Quarantine radio. That's honestly the the highlight of everybody day. Bro, Just the highlight bro. of everybody day, bro. bro. I'm not gonna lie, they didn't waste so much damn milk on that damn. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, that's forty five cents of milk dripping all over my floor. Somebody lit that milk. <laughs> That's a skill, bro. I know she got paid. Bruh, they had oh, he put her cash out. That shit can't be real. Bruh, can't be real. All serious, though, we need to really give Tory Lanez his credit. Facts, bro. He marketed this, perfect. This is genius, bro. We need to give him his credit, bro. Top it up for Tory. We gotta bro, give him his credit. Any publicity is good publicity hey, right bro, now. Bro, when the CEO right mentions now. you, bro, like, you know you're a whole week. I think he broke the uh, live record for amount of people streaming. He had like yeah. 330,000 people on at one time. Yeah, I think more artists gonna do this, or just gonna be like a Tory. Lanez I hope not. Thing. No, you can't. You just gonna you let Tory capitalize. You gotta let Tory have it now. Well, Boosie did originally though, and Tory Lanez took it over. But you know I mean? Boosie didn't really do quarantine. Ra- he didn't really like put your pussy. He wasn't in the Tory actually made like a real show. Boosie was horny. That's yeah, that's, that's what it was. Boosie was just horny. <laughs> we just gotta call it what it is. Right. It was just horny. We gotta call it what it is. I feel like the CEO told Boosie like, "Bro, you can't do this," and like Boosie was like, "I, I." Got me and Tory Lane said, Fuck it, the people like it. That's all that matters. Because he got kicked off Instagram. He actually, like, played, he was playing music. Like, it was yeah. actually like, Lucy was just doing junk and just cash out people. That's all he was doing. <laughs> he wasn't like making it like a. And he was like calling in, like, he had like Drake on there, he had Danny Lee. Like, Maybe yeah, Stanley Cohen came on. It was like a damn team. Bryson Tiller, everybody was on there, bro. I will say, I did fuck with like, y'all some, of the, some of the older. Or like the more seasoned artists or veteran artists, they was like putting their stuff up against each other. So like, oh yeah, I like to, I know Lil John did. Oh yeah, like Blue. Yeah, was, absolutely, pretty good. I saw that. Um, and even just like somebody, uh, like the comedians, Kevin Hart, he do the, the daily, the daily talks with Kevin Hart. Right? From the heart or something like that. Yeah, yeah. confessions from the heart. Confessions from the heart. Did the uh, story where um, he spilled the uh, orange juice all over Beyonce? Yes. <laughs> bro, bro, did y'all hear the? Did y'all hear the? When, when he told me, when he said the amount of money he gave Jay-Z, I said, "Oh my bro, god!" He said, he said, "Don't open it till I walk away." He, <laughs> he opened it. Jay started shaking his head. He was like, he, "Jay saw what I put in his hand." He said, "This is all I had." He said, "It was just twenty dollars." <laughs> what? <laughs> he said, "It was all I had at the time." Yeah, Jay Z probably wiped his ass for that twenty dollars. Yeah. He said, "Look, I, Kevin said he was trying to give it back to him, but Kevin, I guess he ran to a different section or something like that." Bro. Like, he, told, he told that story about the pubic hair, bro. I was dead. I ain't listening to none of them, y'all. Basically, he's on the bus. Long story short, he was on the bus, and like he ain't had no pubic hair, and everybody else did. So I didn't know like, anybody else did. No, they was pulling hair. And so like, and so like, he had like he dropped his like dropped his pencil or something on the floor in the bus, and he like pulled a piece out his hair. <laughs> he pulled a piece out the top of his head, bro, and just like, see, I got some. And they're like, okay, Kev, got a few I'm like, damn. I'm bro. glad they missed me in middle school or high school. That's, that's kind of suspect. But how y'all feel about uh, Neutron that just dropped last night? What's y'all thoughts on it? I got to give it some more listens. Um, that's fair. First listen, I'll probably give it like a six. Probably you give it a six? Six. six? six or seven. I'm a real, I'm a real skeptic when it comes to music. Like, like especially like, 
liking different sounds, it's kind of hard for me to just. What's your know. What's your normal genre of music that you listen to? Normal genre, like every day. Every day, I'm definitely gonna have to throw. It's like a balance between hip hop and R and B. That's not to say like it's some. It's some like, of course, gospel tracks I'm gonna flow with. It's some uh, pop tracks that I can vibe with. Like Chain Smokers was my thing for a little minute. You remember we used to we used to vibe out to that nice. on the workouts. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I I would say I'm more of a fan of the art of like producing music and just like developing it versus just having a specific genre. But if I had to pick two, it would probably be R&B and uh, hip hop. So who's your who's your favorite artist as of right now? As of like, right now, sheesh. your favorite. Not like, this. Who's, I'm gonna just say who I'm getting. Who's getting the most fans from me on a regular? It's probably gonna be between Uzi and Glock right now. Who's Key Glock. Who's getting the most fans from you? Between those two, right now. Key Glock. Who's your favorite yeah, rapper? Glock and Uzi. Like those are only. That's that's fair though. Like that's like right now. Who's getting today? Yeah, that's you listen to the most. Yeah, today that's getting those two getting the most fans in my phone. Well, I guess I can cut. What you give it? You give it six. That what he said? Yeah, six. If Six you, or seven. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't listened to it yet. You listen to it yet? I listen to it this morning. That's honest man. Honest man. <laughs> I listen to it this morning. But do you like Tori though? Do you think he's a good artist? Yeah, Tori is like he's a musical genius, bro. He is, bro. I need people to see this. Very bro. versatile. I need oh, people to see this, bro. Like he's outside, like outside of him singing, like with the auto tune, like he can rap. Just rapping, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like he'd be a kill, like battle rapper, bro. I feel like Nick was a battle rapper. He would, like murder probably half the niggas better rapper right now. Absolutely. How y'all feel about auto tune? How do I feel about it? Like just like the art of using auto tune in general. Right? I feel like auto tune should be used to make you enhance your sound. I don't think it should be able to make you sound better or like sound good. Yeah. Like using auto tune <laughs> sound good. That's that's important. Yeah. That's so you say if you so already sound good, it did get on the auto tune. Yeah, it's gonna enhance it. But see, this is what I think. I think it's an art in and of itself, like being able to capitalize and use auto tune to oh, make yeah. something that sound like like. No, and I'm gonna say this. Just preface it by saying that I don't want. Uh, I ain't trying to like discredit the man. I ain't trying to discredit. Go ahead, dear. Go ahead. Dear. Radio. Travis, <laughs> Travis Scott, like the way he uses quarantine. I mean, not, you got me saying quarantine. The way he uses auto tune, oh, so, yeah. like that's an art. But if you take auto tune away, Travis Scott singing on the track would sound terrible. Like it wouldn't. I don't think it would. I don't think it would be the same quality. But I feel like auto-tune in that sense, like, he's using it to, like, perfect something he's already doing. Like, he uses auto-tune to, like, get those ad-libs off, get those, like, extra sounds off. So, but he doesn't rely on auto-tune, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, I don't think that's, like, I agree. fair. Because, like, he uses auto-tune mostly for his ad-libs. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people, you know, unless they're saying yeah or a or like their ad really not like that whereas Travis Scott ad are like they go crazy yeah, he doesn't even say he's a rapper he says I'm a rock star I'm a producer yeah. and you can tell he's a better producer than he's a rapper Uzi that said that nah, Uzi, says, Uzi, Uzi says he's a rock star a lot, of, a lot of new rappers say they're rock stars and that's just cause like that's what why do you think that is though like why artists not like they don't, they don't want to be put in the category of just a rapper yeah, and, so. that, and that because they don't have to face the conversation of like who's the best rapper a lot of people don't like that conversation we just want to be, and it's just—it's not conventional rap, bro. Right? It's, it's, yeah. it's different. That sound doesn't it's sound different. anything like and anything we like heard before. The the rock star lifestyle—that's the lifestyle they live in. Like growing up, most rappers was just like, "I'm gonna get my money, I'm gonna have the cars, the clothes, the hoes, and I'm gonna keep it pushing." Whereas like they like partying, like like rock stars. So that's why they say they, they yeah. rock stars in a sense. I mean, so you can tell that they're conscious, like that mosh pit shit, like yeah. jumping in the crowd. Like, rappers don't do that. Rock stars do yeah, that. Yeah, those are rock stars, for real. Nah, that's fact, bro. 
So who would y'all think is the most influential artist in our generation right now? Our generation, not in like as far as on the rock star wave or just like in general. But like, we, we, just live, say, we, we just live through artists. we live through so many like yeah. influential people. Yeah, because like, we kind of gotta like yeah. you gotta. I say we need like it. five year frames. Like, yeah, because you got the Kanye era, you got the yeah, Wayne Kanye. era, you got, you got the, the J era, the Jay Z thugger like like Thug had an era too. But thug had an era. The era we the era we in right now. What do you call them? The Thug disciples. The Thug era and Rich Homie era, bro. Like Rich Homie period of time was like. I was a vibe. Bro, I feel like all the artists right now are disciples of Young Thug, bro. Like, they are. Uzi, Most of them. Lil Baby, Gunna. You mean Lil Wayne? I mean, in our generation. Technically, I guess we're, technically, technically, because we're, because Thug, Thug said he wouldn't have dreads and what for Wayne. Yeah. yeah. He said Wayne was, yeah, like you just said, Wayne said he was his favorite yeah. rapper, like, essentially everybody came from Lil Wayne. That's what you think about, to be real. He really a don in this shit. He really is, bro. Drake. Right. Yeah, if you think Minaj. I mean, you gotta think about that too. He did have Drake. That's I what I was saying. I was about to break it up. Drake was YM before he was OVO, bro. Exactly. Like, that's tough. Like, so Wayne you know, the great, like, the best, the most influential rapper. Absolutely. But you gotta consider like niggas like Jay Z though and stuff like that. I feel like Wayne. Like, I feel like, like and Diddy did it too. I feel like Jay and Wayne are up there because if you look at the, I look at the the people that kind of like came <laughs> under under them yeah. in a sense because. J. Cole, I mean, he people probably would call him a Jay Z disciple if, yeah. you, if, if that's what you he definitely signed with Rock Nation. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, he like, he, was, too. he loved yeah. Jay Z. Like, so <laughs> if you go from the year 2000 to now, it's Lil Wayne. It's Lil Wayne. It gotta be Lil Wayne, bro. For sure. Gotta be. Like, this last, like, this last 15 years, arguably, is all his product. It's like niggas don't value like lyricism, lyricism anymore, like the art of rapping and stuff like that. I feel like now we're so caught up. That's in definitely like, out the uh, window nowadays. Like the hoo-ahs and like what sounds good for the moment and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I like and I would hate for us to lose that aspect. Like I'm glad we have new people coming up, like White Man Cordae. Like I feel like he's bringing like lyricism and stuff. I feel like he's kind of standing alone when it's like no, compared to YBN, YBN is a he's a like a balance between the the old like. You can just hop on a beat and talk your bullshit mm-hmm. type rap, and then like <laughs> floating on that bitch, kind of like how like mm-hmm. how Nav was on leaders, like we was talking about earlier. Yeah. Like he just ride the way he ride the beat real well, like with the way he the way he layers his voice over the tracks. So, but you yeah. gotta look at like who YBN <clears throat> like looked up to. Cole, Jay Z, yeah, Cole. Like you gotta think about it. like that's that's kind of like their product. So. If you look at it, Jay Z is influential too. So Jay Z definitely got a lot of hands, like, a lot more pieces. I would just say like, but Wayne, all the artists that's out there, they, they definitely take more inspiration from Lil Wayne. Definitely, bro. <clears throat> he did so much though; like, he was versatile. Come on, Wayne. Yeah, because like he right. made, he got like, he got, of course, he got like the Duffel Bad Boy type song and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But he also got How to Loves and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like in third tier, you got to consider as far as influentials like Kanye West. I feel like Kanye West, you know. Kind of groomed Kid Cudi. I mean, Kid Cudi had his own sound. We kind of took one of his way with good music. Travis Scott too. Travis, Travis Scott, Scott. Scott. Big right. Sean. Big Sean and Taylor. Sean Taylor. Yeah. Good music had good music. Had where they were. He kind of put Pusha T back. They still the got. Yeah, they still got good artists, bro. Right. He was definitely. He definitely put Pusha T back in the light. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like Pusha T put himself back in line. Like he forced himself to be back in line with that whole trade. When Kanye was doing like the Good Fridays and like the good, he had the good album and stuff like that. I feel like I mean Pusha T was out there before, but like to get yourself back like in significant light, like that's all. That's a Kanye product. And also like Pusha T had like certain features that 
kind of brought him back into the light. Like, MPA. Yeah. Like, that was a great song. Like, yeah. I don't really like Pusha T because it's beef with Drake. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel, too. Like, like, <laughs> I couldn't even listen to Daytona. You don't follow Pusha T, bro? You don't Pusha T? Daytona was good, though. I didn't listen to Daytona. It was good. I didn't listen to it at all. It's not like it was good. So I didn't listen to it. He was rapping. Would you agree that it was good, but it's not something like you're going to rotate heavily? Yeah, no, absolutely. It was a good song. It's not nothing I'm going to like. I can have them by like, discography. Yeah, like, that's not that's what I can awesome listen to normally, but sound like trash to me. <laughs> it's good music. Like, I have a legit hard time trying to listen to Pusha T music because of that beat, bro. And like, I don't really try to like ride nobody away with dick or anything like that, but. I, I really don't follow that. You gotta understand though, Pusha T is very rapper. Like, he said, "Pusha T." Oh, <laughs> and I used to listen to Pusha T before this whole. He's thing very too. rappy. Like, yeah. like if you if you got a rappy like nigga, he gonna go blow for blow with you. That's yeah, how he gets that's the that's all, all he is. He, like, he ain't gonna stop to gunshots. Y'all think he won that shit against Drake? Absolutely. What do you think? He, he won me shit. I don't. All right. He he drops snitch, but I mean, shit. he definitely drops this. That's why I don't yeah. feel like he won. You can't win. But, if you, but I mean, they but said there's no rules to it though. No facts. Like when you like, and right. you dissing niggas, like you just gotta <clears> hear <throat> they shit out. Yeah. As a Drake connoisseur. Oh my god. Yeah, Not a Drake. As a Drake connoisseur. I'm I'm gonna say that when Pusha came up with Drake's deepest darkest secret, he won at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't say Drake won, but no, you can't say Drake won at all. No. Drake. If they was just gonna rap, like without the, the secrets and the stories, like if, but granted, Drake did bring his wife into the situation. That's why he was like, I'm gonna drop this. I feel bar. like it wasn't even really that big though. It, like, it, it wasn't. Was, it was that's a name, name, right? Yeah, like it was just dropping name. Like it was a bar with her name. Like yeah, but if that's your old lady though, yeah, no, like that's exactly why I understood why he did it. So when I heard his song, I said, oh, okay, it makes sense. Then he talked about 40. But yeah, when he talked about 40, I was like, no, I was a little tough. At that point, I was like, I can't respect you no more. 40 ain't even do nothing to you. And you're talking about he's about to die. Like, come on. I said, oh my God. He had that picture with Drake and Blackface, too. I still don't even understand what that was about. It was an aggressive scene. It was some kind of scene that they were shooting. Like, it was a scene they were shooting. Yeah, so that was like three blows right there. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, Drake definitely didn't win that. He didn't win that at all. But he says like he had stuff that he's gonna cook over in response to that. But um, how do y'all feel about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. He, he said that he has something that's gonna end the whole beat. But do you think Drake really had that? But I, I, I think he did. Truly do. I think Drake. I think. I, think I feel Drake like he know he he knew some stuff and like and I feel like Pusha knew he knew like something. But Drake. Drake wants to always have the last move, and he I feel like Drake's like no, I'm gonna keep this in the chamber. Like and if you think about it, like. Drake still throws slight little shots like he's, that he he's trying to pull Pusha back into it if you think about yeah. it. Did y'all listen to Two C Slide, bro? That's like like, that's, like, like think about it. Life is good. He said niggas caught me slipping once. Okay, so what? Yeah, he's literally like he wants Pusha to come back yeah. and like do something. First of all, now it's out there. First of all, he been, was like, he be rapping. He be talking about some real shit. Yay, and he be talking about Push a lot in like the verses, bro. Or he and he be talking about other niggas that he just got problems with. Yeah. But like that's why I don't like when people be like Drake is he don't be talking about good he don't be talking about anything. But right. y'all out here talking about Tusi Slide was whack. Right foot up, left foot slap like no. That's not that's not even he was talking about spinning blocks in that same song. Oh, yeah. 
He said, well, I'm not going to get you now. I'm going to get you sometime. Basically, what I'm about to say is either way we're going to slide on your ass, nigga. That's what I'm saying, Either way we're going to slide on your ass, nigga. And he talking about that. And y'all think he talking about left foot up, right foot. No, y'all already think he coming with a You're not even listening, bro. Y'all think that left foot talking about no left foot, but they talking about Y'all not listening to the song. Left foot getting your ass, then. Like, I'm the bad guy. Y'all not listening to the song, bro. Don't say you wasn't ready because I wanted to. I promise you. And since we're here, like, so let's break it down as far as, like, influence, like, as of right now. I know we were talking earlier, Sean and Q, that we said uh, Drake's influence, you know, he's probably got the biggest influence in the game right now. But do you feel like there's anybody else out here that could rival him? With Drake? Right for him? But like, rival. Rival him. Oh, rival him? Rival? Drake? Mm-hmm. Nah. Kendrick. No. No. no I, I, I'm, a, I'm saying. You talking about the. I'm talking about this decade that Drake. Oh, influence? Influence? Duh, nigga. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Duh. Drake is not. Oh, he's not very. Drake's not influential. Influential. He's very influenced. That's the difference between Drake and a lot of. Well, like, he doesn't Drake influence take, other he, artists. Yeah. He influences the generation. Outside, okay. outside of Drake's albums, like if he's releasing a single, yeah. he takes what's going on in that moment and capitalizes and on capitalizes. it. Capitalizes like he's he's like he's a capitalist, like essentially like opportunist. Yeah. What you want to yeah, call it? Like, he literally takes like the whole two C slide thing. Like that was like mm, boom. They about to be doing this all over TikTok. Like mm-hmm. all they doing is dancing right now. We quarantine. Like nobody's doing nothing. Tootsie Slide about to blow up because it's all over TikTok. It's about to get plays regardless. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, like, Drake is just an artist that essentially he takes follows what's, the trends. Yeah, like, he takes... I'm not going to say that. But he takes he what's... He follows the trends. I don't think he's following he follows the trends. He, 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 takes, he, he takes what's he going on. He's not, I don't think so. No, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I continue. He takes what's going on and he's like, you know what? What, what, what could I do here that's just going to be like, oh, Drake is still Drake. Like, he's still that nigga. The video, think about it. Like, he was such a hard flex. The, the video was just flex. him flexing the entire time. He he wouldn't like he didn't have to show no money like how most people do. He didn't have to wear no jewelry. He had on a Nike Tech sweatsuit, a Nike ski mask, Nike Air Maxes. <clears throat> uh, granted, he had on you know like some. He had on a Raph bomber and the uh, Elite jacket, but like. Those was the two biggest flexes. Well, we know Drake rich though. That's not no secret. Like everybody exactly, like he doesn't have to show he's rich like and how most artists do as of right now. Like you don't see him wearing jewelry all the time. He might have on the big diamond earrings, yeah. but everybody wear earrings at this point. But he like, just got jewelry too. And I will argue yeah. also. Yeah. I will argue also his complex. That shit like shit on the Neverland Ranch, like Michael Jackson so. shit. You think the embassy is bigger than Neverland? We haven't seen all Drake's clip, crib either. We haven't seen it all. Man. That was just a portion that they showed, bro. Like, that was just the crib. You got to get a drone and show your goddamn compound, bro. Like, you got fireworks. Yeah, where did you get fireworks from at this time? Like, hell no, nah, bro. That's definitely that's definitely crazy. So, he had a pool indoors and outdoors. So let me Ooh, ask two pools at one location. Bro. That much, bro. So let me ask this. All right, y'all saw like, Did y'all all see like when he posted his his uh his baby mama? And his Right, right. We all right. saw it. We had nothing else to do but see. Yeah. So, <laughs> we saw it. Quarantine had shit. Quarantine, But, so like, let's, let's unpack, you know, the whole, do y'all feel like, do y'all feel like that was something that was a good thing to do? The way he kind of was almost hiding them, I guess, from the world. I get what, I get what he said on the, on the verse and um, when, he, when he dropped the track on Scorpion, he's like, I'm not hiding, no, hiding my son from the world. I'm hiding the world from my son. Right, right. Do y'all think? How do y'all feel about that? Because I personally feel like, I mean, I I hundred percent agree with what he was doing, just because like, 
this is like especially with the media specifically this they can be they can get real cruel and they're gonna do whatever they gotta do that's gonna get ratings like, and it's not just media yeah. it's public opinion too like yeah. as soon as he posted the child bro look twitter within 20 minutes was making fun of the kids saying like that's not his or kid this that or Donald's this that it's just negative bro like yeah. bringing your child into that flight as soon as he's born like first of all literally i watched six stories on instagram and it was drake's son drake's son drake's son the yeah. entire like bro he knew this would happen i, I, I feel like, posted. This is the this is literally this is how you know Drake is on another level than anybody else. Most of these rappers have kids. Yeah. That we do not care about. Money bag got like nine kids. Why do we care about Drake's son so much? That's how you know he's on another level. Six babies. That's how you know he's on another level, bro. Drake got one kid and we just like, oh my god, like we just going crazy. I think I think this is where he unlocked that LAC baby. The LAC. Jay Z, like he's definitely over there. Like he's at that level now, where like, cause think about it, like the, everybody was waiting to see Blue Ivy. Everybody was waiting oh, to see God. the twins. I hadn't like, even seen the twins. We don't give a fuck about so, the twins. We was just trying to see Blue Ivy. Like, at this Jay-Z point, it's like, it's like when they brought her to light. It's like, okay, cool. That's, they made fun like, of that's a kid. They made fun of her, and then it was just like, at this point, like, what's next? Like, we just gonna keep an eye on her for the rest of her life. Drake's son is gonna have an eye on him. Right, so I think that was a very respectful move too to his to his baby mom. And he didn't even know if it was his yet. You're Drake. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Like you kind of almost got to get a pregnancy. You think she's the first person to say I'm pregnant by by you? He's definitely not. But like even like but she's definitely not. I will I will say excuse me. I will say that's a gr- uh, uh, sign of maturity for him because think about all the past like exes that he got. Like he aired. I'm not gonna say aired them out. But Bernie's Burgos like. And Serena and all of them, like J Lo, every, J-Lo, every yeah. single one, but like they got like but they got like that they got that damn bad vibe yeah. associated with them. It's like damn like you sloppy seconds from Drake. Y'all really think you Serena know? was Drake's old lady Nah, nah, nah. I think he really wanted her. But she did. she wasn't going for it. She got that thick booger right there. She just didn't want that lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. thick I don't booger. think she wanted like she wanted to like, I'm the best tennis she's player. Married, didn't she? She married at that point. She married white. She wasn't. She wasn't married. Oh yeah, I thought she did. But the timeline between her and Drake and then her getting pregnant wasn't that short, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't at all. It so wasn't I guess short. I wonder if Drake mm-hmm. would capitalize. I don't, know. Probably, I don't think she would let him. Yeah, she a woman. Speaking but of that's why don't do that. Don't do that. She is that's a woman, bro. Come on. She bro. Is a woman. That's a grown woman. That's a, that's a grown woman. And she'll have you last too. But then I mean I know you said I'll that <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but you said that was respectful of Drake to post his kid and like post his baby mama, but he called his baby mama a flute and when to say when. So. He did, he did, but you gotta also think he didn't know around that time either. He didn't. So you, so you like, I guess like on some to- on some toxic shit. He, probably he didn't know was, what he, he, he didn't, didn't know, know for sure shit. whether he was a dad or not. Yeah, like he didn't know. So I think like on some to- I think like on some toxic shit, he probably just like you know what? Don't he just he just said a bit more on some fluke. That's what I'm saying. He said, but that was after the fact. Like he said, that don't like when to say when. Yeah, but I think that's the thing about Drake. I feel like he's not afraid to cap, like not necessarily capitalize, but to express his emotions. Like I'm like nigga felt like you know what I'm saying. Like you're not like this ain't my kid and stuff like that. And I feel like we have to applaud him. Like, that's why I applaud him for being able to express how he feels like regardless of the moment. And plus, his baby mama too. Like how many people actually like their baby mama? That's true. I, I like her. Because that's the difference between a baby mama like, and a wife. Like, like mama. You said what? Okay. <laughs> well, all right. You said he like his baby mama? That's chill out. Exactly. Chill out. Chill out. Like, but, who wouldn't like their baby mama? She's I mean, your baby mama for a reason. I mean, she's not going to where she might look like that. Nah, I don't think she's that. She ain't going to I kind of got. So, since we on this topic of women, 
Oh boy. Oh lord. Bro, you gotta tap into it. Go ahead. Go ahead. So what the, you got there? The pursuit of a woman. Like the pursuit. Niggas in trouble. No, 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 no. This is an open, healthy conversation. Another one, just like all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But like, what does that look like? You know, like. I guess I, I guess what I mean by that is so. Bro, chill out. Let him talk, bro. Let him talk. Let him talk. Right, Sean, I'm about to say, be clear what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what you're saying. All right, go ahead. Y'all two, y'all two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. But what I'm saying is, how much or how far are you willing to go for a girl, like, or for how far are you going? Are you willing to go to get somebody like and call them your girlfriend? I mean. And so when I like, cause like some niggas will just like let that shit go if they don't get it. Like if they got a double text, they'll be like, "Fuck that." Yeah. And just dead. Yeah. That, that, Versus like saying, you I'm know, not, "Fuck yeah, that." Put and my side. I want, yeah. I'm gonna just really like have that conversation. Well, if we're being yeah. honest, texting is kind of overrated. I really agree with that. Very I really yeah. agree yeah, with that. That's shit. Kind of I think people really fuck up because they get caught up in this damn yeah. this media shit, bro. Like if like. Cause think about shit. it. No, he's thinking some real shit, bro. Think about it. No, that shit really bothered Derek. Think about it. If you, if you, if you don't get a text back, you are you are in your mind thinking, damn, she don't fuck with. That's me. what society wants us. Cause because like like I remember one like on the last cat on the last podcast you was like especially now you feel like it's not that hard to send a reply. It's really not. Some people legitimately like genuinely have they. I'm one of them. I keep my phone on do not disturb. And sometimes I'll go away from that shit. Really? Like, yeah, dead ass. All the time. Well, I keep it on do not disturb because of the position and everything. You know how that goes. But but aside from that, even that aside, when you have to, when you have to, when you have, for for real, when you have to come back and check your phone and you see, oh shit. She still hasn't replied to me? Like, she still ain't replied. Or the vice, like the flip side, like she replied like, 30 minutes ago, and it's like, damn. Okay, yeah. Now I gotta open this bitch and reply, act like I was, like, you know, either I gotta act like I was asleep or I was just be honest and be like, you know, I wasn't by my phone, whatever. But either way, like, that shit don't matter. If you think back to the old days, niggas would, niggas would hop on the phone on a landline, call their shorty at like, what you doing? Eight, oh, like oh. seven, seven o'clock, eight thirty, and then they yeah, only oh. get like fifteen minutes at that. Yeah. Cause, he, cause mama hop on the line, all right, get on that damn phone, I got to call and pay the bills and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, I mean, but to, to go back to your question about the pursuit of women, I think it has to be a mutual pursuit. Like, you got to be pursuing me, but not pursuing you. You know what I'm saying? It can't be a chase. Off rip, though? Off rip? Not off rip, no, no, no. But eventually, like, you got to show some kind of interest. Yeah, I can't just be yeah. chasing. Eventually, you got to show I can't be the dead horse. Eventually. How long, How long is eventually? that eventually? Yeah. I mean, it, that's why you got to give them the first contact. When you first see if you got to you got to capitalize. I mean, you, you'll know when a girl is, like, fucking with you. Like, you'll yeah. be able to tell. Some regards to the pursuit, I'm the type of person, you know, as the heartbreak drink of the group, you know what I'm saying? Talk to them. Yeah. So, Spilling. I'm ready to kind of go all the way. I'm the type of person where, like, I need to see a straight, direct sign that there's no sort of interest or else, you know, I'm going I'm to try until at least I get bored of it or whatever. That's just the type of person I am. You'll try until you get bored? I, I'm going to try until I get bored or she tell me no. So I feel, I feel, I think I feel what you're saying. Like, I'm, like... <laughs> Would like, you tell her that you got bored of like how would that go? Nah, I'm bored. You just won't see me no more. I'm gonna cross something. So a double take, having a double text probably wouldn't stop you if you really was feeling her. Nah, I, I, I think triple text. I may warrant some some concern. Triple uh, text. Yeah. yeah I, I, like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You talking about you triple texting her? Yeah, but like, so when y'all say this in context, are we talking about like back to back, or it's just the fact that I had to text you, then text you again? Yeah, I'm saying it like that. I'm saying it like that. 
Like she has a reply and you want to talk to her. So, so you like say, say okay. the day's ended and then you wake up the next day and it's mm-hmm. probably like two or two or three at, in the afternoon and you still haven't heard anything. So you send a follow up. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably do a three. So was it fool me once? Shame on you. That's what it said. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Yeah. Fool me. For me a third time, shame on both of us, or something yeah. like that. So, but I ain't gonna be shamed third time. I'm gonna probably just do it like that. I'm gonna disappear. I mean, no need to exhaust Cold yourself. Pizza, little chop with a oh my That's God. what it's saying. Oh that's what it's saying. Now that's what Cole says. Like, I definitely feel that texting is kind of overrated. Like I feel like we put too much <laughs> emphasis on like, dang, they haven't taken it back yet. So that must mean they don't like me. I'm gonna be honest with you. I respond to people faster on Instagram than I do actually text messages. That don't make any sense to me though. You should, like it's it's just like it's one of those things where like. I constantly like close out my notifications. Mm-hmm. So like, if a notification like normally an Instagram notification or a Twitter notification will catch me faster than a text message. Like, if I look at a text, I'm gonna be like, I'll text him back in a minute, and then you just kind of forget. You know what I mean? Like, so you had you had that clout in conversation. Yeah, huh? that's, 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 that's what it sounds like. I go with a clout set. You had to have clout in conversation. No, first of all. That's not what we're saying. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's like saying, I'm not saying I respond to likes. Like, if somebody send me something funny on Instagram, I'm gonna go look at something funny before I respond to a text message. But if I call you in the middle of the night and be like, yo, Dijon, I need some help, you're not gonna respond. No, I definitely will pick up the phone. I pick up the phone anytime. But I think it's just text messages that he feels like. Unless my phone is on do not disturb, then I'll call you back. Like, if I see a missed call, I'll call back. Like, Dijon, Dijon do always call back now. Yeah, you call back. You a chick. And you see yeah, like, call back. Like, I'm a call back. Like, but I ain't gonna lie. If it's a text message, I ain't gonna lie. I'll forget to respond. Like and the past shows that the past yeah, shows. Think- shows. <laughs> <laughs> He's good for it. Nah, he ain't good. For it. He not good for. He not good for answer. He good for replying. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I, I yeah, I miss a phone call. Y'all <laughs> told me, <laughs> but I call back. Oh my god. Do y'all think uh like the technology and like. Phones, social media, etc., has been the reason that people say kind of like the roles have reversed, or like the gender roles as far as relationships have reversed. And what I mean by that, more specifically, is like women kind of like be more on that hot girl shit, city girl shit, and like they kind of be, I guess, playing niggas nowadays for like for lack of a better term. I mean, I don't say like it had any effect or like it like kind of personified like the characteristics that these like girls have not there. I just feel like it broadcasted it. I feel like with or without social media, it would have happened either way. But like now you have all these girls like on social media, like on that hot girl shit, like you said, and they're just broadcasting out to like a bigger audience. So like more people are like bound to see like, damn, they're out here living their best life. Why can't I? How y'all feel about that? Because I feel like it's two wrongs just trying to make it right and it's just not working. Like niggas be fucking up, yeah. Like this is like I'm not honestly disrespecting girls, but they like niggas play the game. Like you know what the game is. I don't. But now, yeah. What is he talking about? Yeah. Speak for yourself, not on me. What game? What are you, what are you talking about? Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really trying to understand where you're coming from. Yeah, no, maybe like, listeners don't know. Like you know how they stereotypically say like niggas is always oh, yes. running game, yeah, right? Right, right, right? Okay. Niggas, like, right? Yeah, not me. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, but y'all know the game that I'm referring to. I know. Absolutely. 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 Okay. So with that being said, I'm on the bench when that game goes on. I don't, I don't play. Any look. Hey, can we stop? I'm right now. I'm right now. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm right beside the coach every time. No, I'm saying like how health like that's not healthy. I feel like it's no, like, definitely not. It fucks up like genuine interaction between people. Okay, I'm gonna be real with y'all. Okay. All of that is a facade. It's a costume. Damn. When you really like somebody, 
and I mean really like them, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. That 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 hot girl summer like fuck nigga shit that's that goes out the window, bro. Right. When you really like them, you like them, and it's kind of nothing you can do. Like you you gonna try to fight it, but at the end of the day, it's just gonna happen. T Pain said it best. But like also, I believe we like at a time right now where like we just cooped up in the crib, so like niggas just be sliding, sliding at this point. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, like you I, didn't sleep, you I, didn't, I didn't sleep just because. Like, so. <laughs> it, is, it was like I don't have, I really don't have no interest in this girl. It's just like I'm gonna do it. Just, just something to get, like. Nigga over there getting shots up, ain't it? Hey, <laughs> I get shots, shots up. So put out that fish. That's what girls. That's what girls be upset about. Cause they be like, you just wasting my time. You just like I'm just a number on the list. Like I feel like that's probably how you feel. Well, you know, some girls feel like if they slide in, first than being desperate. But if niggas do it, it's just a nigga being a nigga. They want to be equal in everything else, but they don't even want to be the first one to communicate. That's what I'm saying. I don't like it. Like, I've like had girls tell me that I don't Once they got you, they're the first one to say whatever the fuck they want to say. Oh, shit. Yeah, Jeez. You talk to them. Bitch, what? Think about it. Like, as soon as as soon as they got you, it's like, whatever comes to mind, they just got to say it. Like, you know, like, as guys, we hold, we tend to hold things in. Well, I'm going to say at least myself. Right. Like, that's true. That's true. Until it builds up to the point where I need to say something. That's a good point. Though. Girls is like off rips as soon as they got you. It's just like and once they know. Well, I don't like, like how you, you know. I don't like how you. Tell they get comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? The worst. The, the second part to that is like as a nigga. Yeah. You gonna sit there and be like, well, damn. Do I need to? Do I need to fix it with that time my shoes? And yeah. I, I really, <laughs> and I really think we need to like wait until like we have a woman in the room to like finish this conversation. That's like, true. I feel that. So That's so right. so I guess a, a good switch to that though. Would, can you microwave? A good relationship or a genuine relationship, because I mean, like, what microwave is when I say when I, heat up a good I think I, I mean no 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 like literally like you know how they say we're the microwave generation, so With like not, microwaves cook. But you in a different age now, so, so. Different. we are all the same age. Fuck out of here. <laughs> but anyway, shoot. Look, Kobe's different animals. You can't see Eric and Derek have beef right now. <laughs> Ain't no beef. Listen, we all we all on the same side. Let's go ahead. So what you saying? So what's the microwave generation again? <laughs> no, but like they say, our generation is like the microwave generation. So what like success kind of happens overnight. Um, we think that, or is that how I'm still well? They like the perception of our generation is that our success we feel like it should happen overnight. Right. Um, any accomplishments or any kind of things that are traditionally built slow. Yeah. We do them. We feel like it should be done fast. We're impatient. That's what you're saying. Yeah, more or less. And so because of that, like. I feel like that's spilled over into our social interaction with people. Yeah. And like to the point where like we can't even disagree and have fallen outs with people without understanding like that's the development of something that's gonna be a stronger bond. Yeah. Like me and like me and y'all have had fallen outs at some point in time. We've had disagreements, but we also some old school like I feel like we have old school morals to the point old where we souls understand, and stuff like that, yeah. Like we still we may disagree, but we still gonna be like, shit, you hungry? Yeah. Like, yeah, then we go get some food, talk it out, something like that. I mean, like, I, you know, like, I don't, do y'all feel, do y'all feel that people try to microwave their relationships nowadays? Most definitely. I feel like everything, well, not everything, <laughs> I feel like over a lot of percentage of stuff that gets broadcasted just to get broadcasted. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really feel like people are genuinely happy in the things that they do. 
Yeah, you, you you only post her because you feel like Damn, that's what you relationship for clout type shit. Oh, yeah. it's absolutely relationship for clout. But when what's the, what's that couple, Diara and Deanna, something like that? Like they're going oh, on tour. They, the girls love that couple now. Bruh, they they love, love that couple. What what is it, Diara? It's the D and D. I just like yeah, okay. that. But they're going like, on I know tour. It was like Queen and something. Queen and Queen and Kyle or bruh. something like that. I don't know, but. I don't know how they have their own reality TV show, bro, on YouTube. I would never get that bored to watch reality couple on YouTube. I don't know, bro. I just, I don't think, I don't think anything that's going to sustain itself is going to, like, is going to be built overnight. I always felt that way. But how would you, but I feel like that's even, like, boils down to, like, religion and, like, spirituality. Like, like how would you, like, what's, what do you think is the difference? I feel like a lot of people are more religious than they are spiritual nowadays. See, and I... You, I, I'll, well, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you go. Okay. You say you feel like people are what now? More saying? religious than spiritual. I disagree. I feel like people are more spiritual than they are religious nowadays. I feel like mm-hmm. we... Uh, it's definitely the opposite. I feel, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> this, this is what I feel. I feel like most people our age are more spiritual than they are religious. Absolutely. Right. I feel like for the rest of the world and the rest of like our parents and stuff, they're really they're more religious. That's what I'm saying. Based in tradition. Yeah. They're like that's what they are. But I feel like our generation, yeah, we're more spiritual. What I when I realized I'm gonna tell you when I realized like this whole like Christianity and like religion shit is a just a slight little piece of fucked up. I'm being like sarcastic, but I'm just saying when I realized that it was like some shit that needed to be addressed right. was <laughs> You can't when I when somebody could be fat in the church and gluttony is like a sin. Yeah. Right. Agree. When somebody could be fat and still come into church and chill, but if somebody was like had an alternative lifestyle or was like you know a closet homosexual or whatever, mm-hmm. and nobody would let them come into church. Yeah. I was like something ain't right. About it's definitely church. a double standard. Because how is like how is the Bible or God gonna talk about how all sins are weighed the same? But man know, says that it's different. But you sitting here and not letting somebody that's yeah. a homosexual. Or, like, even if you want to consider homosexuality to be wrong, I don't understand. I mean, everybody has their own issues and their stripes. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's an issue per se, but yeah. what I am saying is, like, if that if that is something that you feel is a problem, mm-hmm. why not let them come in a place where you solve problems? Which right. is supposed to be the church. Okay, I, I, think, I think what it ultimately boils down to is um, religion, when you speak about it, it's more structured. It's more of, like, a group effort type ordeal in spirituality I feel like that's an individual um, journey that you have to take that's true so you know I feel like you can't really go into the religion unless you have the spirituality because if you try to do it the other way around your perception uh, as far as how you're supposed to kind of be intertwined with uh, your faith it gets kind of construed because you're looking at everybody else you're looking at them saying okay that's what I'm supposed to do but yeah. you have to fine tune your own relationship with God or your higher power or whatever you want to call them like that's something you have to do for yourself and so what the, I feel like religion in the church does should help, like, anchor you. So if you have questions while you're in the faith, like, it's like a pit stop, a gas station. Okay, I'm coming here to learn. And then from there, I'm going to take it and expound upon it and then apply it to my life. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, get that back. That's like, for me, I grew up in the church. So I guess, yeah, I grew up, like, with the religion. I grew up, like, you're supposed to do this and that. And God said this and that and X, Y, Z and stuff like that. But then... I had my time where I kind of stepped back and then kind of developed myself. And then from there, I developed my faith and my spirituality. And that's where I realized, okay, like my relationship with God is unique. You know what I'm saying? I won't ever be able to really experience the same things you do. 
but that's okay. And then from there, I'll go to the church with my faith because I actually build it up. And I'll be able to actually utilize it in a religion right. or in a structured environment. To to piggyback off what you just said, which I think that was you had some great points. Yeah, I I feel like a lot of people that are religious don't understand that. Yeah, just like you said, spirituality is an individual like journey. relationship, it's an individual journey, but. Like, I feel like that's what God always wanted us to be. He always wanted it to be personal. Absolutely. Like, when he died on the cross, it wasn't just for, like, oh, I'm going to die for the world. Like, he was dying for specific people. Yeah, he was, bad. like, in a, in a sense. And I feel like in religion, a lot of people don't, they don't, we don't really look at that. Like, we just, I mean, we look at it, but it's just kind of like, it's about tradition. It's not really about, like, because I've been to some <laughs> churches where, like, you walk into church and everybody looking at you give you a cold look like because you they don't know you yeah. well, I feel like when that's not even some, that's not even reflective of what Jesus did right like I feel like a lot of people more people that are religious they think the church is the place they think the church is the building yeah people that are spiritual understand that the church Could walks on two legs yeah. yeah and I feel like that's the that's kind of like religion has solved a lot of problems but it also created a lot of problems Right. People, people put bylaws and stuff yeah, into religion. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like with spirituality, you kind of just, you doing your thing, but you're kind of, God made, I feel like God made the the Bible and everything to like give us a guideline of how to yeah. walk through life. Mm-hmm. I feel like some people with religion, they kind of just. And I, feel, I feel like, like Derek said earlier, like, you know, what Eric said earlier, that when people go to these churches, they expect the preacher or the pastor to like get into heaven. But yeah. like the preacher, the pastor, the middleman. Like, right. What do you always say, Sean? Like, if the pastor said, I think you said your pastor one time said, don't follow me, follow Jesus. Follow, don't follow if me, you follow me, you'll go to hell. Follow me, you'll go to hell. That's real, though. Yeah, I'm saying. So, like, even in that conscience, like, if you think that the person that's giving you the word is going to get you to heaven, you're already, like, right. I think, like, what kind of a, a, a strong point you made, um, Jesus came back to save souls. Yeah. Not necessarily right. the people, like the actual body itself. Like the physical body. This, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, if that's what you believe, if that's what you believe, then you know you you should understand and have the the knowledge that you're going to leave the the actual skin and bones that you have behind. Mm-hmm. But like, and that's why that's one of the biggest reasons I I have a problem with the way like Christians and religion specifically treats alternative lifestyles because like at the end of the day. Because I remember somebody had a conversation with me, and it was like, if you had a, a son and he was a homosexual, would you still like accept him? And I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, at the end of the day, that's not even a real question no more. Like, what? Right, it's like I, I, like, I, I'm, my child isn't isn't about their actions. My child isn't a, isn't defined by their actions. My right. child is defined by the character that's inside of them. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. I love my son because he's a solid he's a solid person. He has good morals. He respects people. You know, he cares, and he, you know, does things, things of that nature. Like, if you choose to cuss, or if you choose to smoke weed, or if you choose to, you know, entertain other men in yeah. that in a sexual in a sexual manner, who am I to one who judge you for that? Yeah. So whether that's right or wrong, and two, who am I to, to to stop loving you or stop giving you the 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 unconditional love that I'm supposed to give you as my child? Even Jawan said that like we want to be Christ like so bad until we actually supposed to do stuff that Christ did like. Exactly. Christ didn't like forsake nobody. You know what I'm no, saying? Bro. You're not gonna forsake your son because he's gay. Like, Jesus, was, Jesus wouldn't know what this looked like. Jesus yeah. was with the drug dealers. He was with the he was with holes and all of that. Come on, bro. Yeah. Wait, y'all. 
And this is this is my issue. Like Christianity itself has been divided up into so many denominations and things of that nature that we I feel like we've lost the general sense of what it is to be a Christian because we have so many structured rules behind it. Like you have Catholic, Baptist, like all these AME, like all these other things broken down mm -hmm. to it. But like at the end of the day, it's all about your faith and your relationship with God and then spreading that good news on, like to another person. Like all this extra stuff like like, I don't understand what it's here for. Like, why have this much structure? Like, when I view God, you know, I view it the same way as, like, what pure democracy is supposed to be. It's supposed to be free. It's supposed to be able to, like, a way to communicate and respect yourself and stuff like that. Like, I know growing up, I used to say structured prayers and stuff like that, but I've grown to enjoy and love just having regular conversations with God. That's how it should be. Like, I taught him, like, he's my best friend. Like, he's my confidant. Like, he's my, my That's dad. how the people talk to him. Hey, they, they be like... What's up, Jesus? <laughs> but, that's, but, but, that, but that's real, that's though. Real. That's real. Like, we should be that comfortable guy. You know, we get on a prayer like, Dear Heavenly Father, Lord of God. I come to you as humble as I can. Eternal God, our Father. The train of heaven is here. We don't have to pray like that. <laughs> <Omega. laughs> like, bro, God probably be like, You don't shut your guy. Yeah, like, he, he, like, he probably be like, You again. <laughs> you don't got to do all this. Like, bro, he's like, Bro, stop talking. Like, that would, like, think about it. Like, if I heard that every time. Think about it, every time, me. every time I saw you, I'd be like, Marquise White, my best friend, bro, like, no. Like, I think people forget that God called us free. Yeah, no, like, bro, like, And that's how this should be at the foundation of all of this. So, I mean, speaking of, like, you know, God and stuff like that, what y'all boys going to be doing after Jerona? Because I believe my God's going to, like, cure all this. Oh, he, he definitely going to. Bro, what does that look like? What does like that after, after Corona look like? Lit. L I T, my nigga. The first party. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'm trying to, bro. I'm trying to get a job during all of this. I'm trying so to get a job like, once, once it just end, like I'm gonna quit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Absolutely, bro. I don't think it's no normal after this shit, bro. You don't no think normal. so? People like, are gonna be scared out of their minds. Nothing yeah, goes right, back. Right. Nothing goes back to how it was. So I you think people be still gonna get? I gave my mother a pound. My mom. I said, all right, mom. Huh? I'm about to head back to Columbia. My mom said, all right. I G. I said, you gonna do me like that? She said, but that's a real thing. She said, this is the new normal, like, and I was like, you're right. Like, that's crazy. Like, if I go see my grandma right now, I'm not gonna touch my grandma, like, because you don't know if they're married or not, like. Like I told I told my uncle I told my uncle I said stop going to my grandma's house because oh shit because like you traveling back and forth like you can catch that joint at any moment because right. they all in New York so it's like yeah if he traveling from New Jersey to New York he he's able to leave New York huh he's able to leave New York I thought he was on like lockdown lockdown mm -hmm. now if you work if you oh. if you work and you still and you're still like in um like I guess essential business te like technically in New York. <laughs> Cause my sister explained it to me. The way she explained it is like, you can leave your house, yeah, but like you can't just like how normal New York people are. Like you can't be posted on the block. Like the cops are gonna come scoop you up. Like, can't can be posted up on the block. Nah, not at all. Damn. They can't hang out. Bro. What can Boy, they do? do? <laughs> like my my grandmother and my sister haven't left the house in three weeks. Yeah, so, I can't do that, bro. But one thing I have noticed, like about the human race, is like we don't ever learn from the past. We don't. And what I mean, like. I mean, maybe maybe we'll learn from like certain situations, but like the same way healthcare and and all those different things weren't taken seriously before. Not we taking seriously. After like that. I feel, I genuinely feel like after this is over, bro, niggas still gonna just go back to like they five second rule. Goddamn, let me pick that shit up. Yeah. Real. That shit worked <laughs> out. Literally, it definitely worked. 
Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I think here's what we learned. I think going forward, <clears throat> we will like like you said, fall fall to this again. But I feel like we'll have things in place. You know, what I'm saying I feel like you know whoever the next administration is that comes in, like they're gonna make sure health court reform, like all those things are in place. But we're gonna do the definitely do this again. And like you said, it's just human nature. We're gonna do what again? Going to court? Like, every hundred like, years, we're gonna fall, fall victim to, oh. to a sickness like this again. It was the bubonic before this one. Bubonic, Ebola, Ebola. Ebola. swine flu, swine flu. Swine flu was taking a lot of real niggas out. I'm talking yeah. about the, I think bubonic Shoot. was probably like the last international probably. Well, I don't know, the flu of 1918? Yeah, I heard that. That's true. That's that true. Tough. That's true. Trump said it took out a hundred million. It said a hundred billion. They said it took out more people than World War II combined. He said it was in 1917. Yeah. So, I mean, by one thing, I was talking to my dad about this yesterday. He felt like a lot of people are going to take, like, having relationships with their family, having a relationship with their friends a lot more serious now because you never know. Was gonna be the last time you're gonna talk to him. That last time you're actually gonna like communicate with him. So. Bro, and it's like it's like it's some people that it's just hitting. It's like it's not no like not like no gradual regression. Yeah. It's just like one day they good, next, next day, day they yeah. fucked up, and then the day after that they dead. Yeah, like it's really been some shit that's just been like three step kind of shit like that, and it's oh, that's scary to think about that a virus that got that much strength to just attack somebody. Scare people yeah. in a in a seventy two hour window. That's wild. I blow you. That's definitely why. On the happier side of that, this is the most time I've ever been able to spend with my family. Like, just being in school, like, I'm like two hours, two and a half hours away. I mean, I guess that's not a lot, but like, I've always had like job responsibilities or been involved with other organizations and things of that nature. So for me to actually be around my family um, these last three weeks, almost going on to a month, like, wouldn't, I really wouldn't trade this, like, just being around them again. So yeah. I, I advise everybody else to really just take that in. Like, I know Sean and Q, like, y'all get to be around each other every day. You know what I'm saying? Every I know. Day. You know, really activities. Even they joined there, our special guests. Like, I feel like we've gotten closer to them boys. I mean, Summer 18 was like the party the closest we ever summer been. 18, but yeah, this reminds me a lot of Summer 18, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, real, for real. I miss that shit too, bro. Like, I was just sitting, like, I was really just sitting and thinking about, like, how much of a simpler time it was. Right. Like, we knew we had, we knew he was, like, on the way out as far as college and shit was concerned. Yeah. But it wasn't right there in your face now, like, it is. Like it, like it is now. It wasn't right there in your face then, yeah, like it is now. And so, like, damn, we used to just like link up, bullshit, cook up. Right, get on the grill real quick, right. play some hoops. In a second. I think that's when Big Shot Johnson and Bus Drop was born, isn't it? Some 18. Absolutely. That was the best backcourt. Yeah, best backcourt in the league, nigga. Hey, locked in. Locked and loaded. Hey. Game 16, we had 12. I feel like, <laughs> see, like, this is why Every I, time. I wish it was something, I wish it was something on this capacity without, like, the Blow. financial demand on yeah. it that college is, bro. Like, college, more or less, is a scam. Like, I, I, I hate to say it like that, but, like, the fact that you got to pay $40,000 a year or $35,000 a year on average to uh, really, all it's doing is alternating, or al- like it's changing the way you approach life. It is changing the way you look at life. But I would have to disagree with that. In what ways, though? It's in college, college is an investment for the future, <laughs> like anything else is. It's definitely an investment. I agree. Paying, paying for studio time to become a rapper, that's an investment for the future. Like, um, what else? Um, investing in stocks or anything. Yeah, like, that. like it's just it's like certain. Certain lanes you take in life, it's one of those things that it's like no matter what you're doing in this moment, it's an investment for the future. You mm-hmm. can go rob a bank, but what's your future is more than likely you're going to tell. Right? I so, guess what I say is a scam. I didn't mean to cut you off, 
But I, like when I when I say it's a scam, I think of it more from the educational aspect of it. So like, um, I saw this I saw this picture and I had to post it on my story just because it was so like it really resonated with me. Yeah. It was a monkey, a penguin, bird, an elephant, and like it was a a goldfish in a bowl. Right. And the teacher was sitting behind the desk and he was like, okay, for purposes of fairness, everybody got to take this test the same. Or everybody got to take this test the same way and pass it. So go climb that tree. How the hell is a fish in a bowl gonna climb a goddamn tree? You feel like that's an education system. But you put that bitch, but you put that bitch in the water in the ocean. That fish gonna swim circles around the goddamn elephant. You see what I'm saying? And so, like, I guess to translate that, like, like nobody learns the same way. The same way. Yeah. But if you have everybody in a fixated form of learning and charge them forty thousand, thirty-five thousand dollars, that's a recipe for disaster and a recipe to put a big ass hole in a lot of people's pockets. So that's why I kind of get into the like the scam aspect of it. But you make a good point. That is like the investment at uh, the investment uh, perspective of it. I don't disagree with. I don't disagree with. But yeah, every everything you do in life is an investment yeah. for the future. Like no matter what it is, it's just one. Is there a fix to that though? Like the well, education aspect of it. Well, let me hit. Yeah, that's South Carolina. That's only. I'm gonna hit the real quick. So do you feel like you're getting your money's worth right now? Like as far as your investment, like do you feel like what you're getting right now is equal to the opportunity that you'll get out of it? Like. Currently in the like uh, as far as you in college right now like your investment that you put in like are you your senior? Uh yeah yeah. That's real. That's when you know you're going through it. <laughs> nah, I, so like class of twenty something. Yeah, I'm a I'm a do degree. Coming so soon. like I got an extra year. Like I'll be a, a fifth year. Like, as long as you get it, that's all. That's yeah, it's all that matters. Like I'm graduating with two degrees in five years. Like most people, most people, most people do retweet, retweet, like success right there. Yeah, so like. In, in regards to like me thinking I'm getting my money's worth, absolutely. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going like. Granted, sometimes I do sit there and I say like, "This is bullshit. This ain't worth it, bro." Like, <laughs> I'm tired of this. Like, but like, I I would personally say like, from where I started to where I am now in college is like, it's a complete 180. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I started as an engineering major. I sat in class. I hated it. Like, yeah. Like every aspect of engineering, I hated. I'm talking about sitting in class, going to 8 a.m., just sitting there. My teacher just talking, showing us codes. Like, I was like, nah, this ain't for me. I'm talking about a month into, like, me, like, taking you did three, four, like, three, four engineering classes. I said, nah, this ain't for me. I called my mom. I called my grandma. Like, if I call my grandma, it's serious. Yeah. My grandma said, you sure? Like, I was like, I mean, the money, like, you know, the money was a motivation, but like now it's like, nah, I can't see myself sitting at a desk or going to certain locations and like doing this for, doing this for the rest of my life. Yeah. And like my uncle, uh, who was like kind of one of my inspirations, he used to teach uh, engineering, computer engineering at NYU. I talked to him about it. He was like, yeah, I kind of knew you wasn't going to stay with that because that's not the type of person you are. And then he was like, um, that's really what you plan on doing and I was like I don't know I feel like I'm more creative than anything and then I like that's when I like got into media arts and visual communications it was just like he was like I can see you doing that like you always watching interviews you always mm-hmm. um, used to draw all the time like it's just one of those things where like as long as you choose your lane and like that lane is for you you love it no matter like what you're doing how you're doing it like Right now, I'm doing a project, 24 hours. Uh, it's due at 11.59, I've been working on it for 24 hours. That's when I started, I started it yesterday. Yeah. I'm finishing it, finishing it tonight. That's real shit But I mean, if you enjoy doing it, then it's not like- Yeah, I enjoy it. like quick yeah. turnaround projects. Like, a lot of my projects I do for class, I get 100 like A's on, and it's like, 
I did a course in like two days. Yeah, I did it in like two days. Like that's why, I, like, when I first stated, like, I want to do freelance stuff. Like, freelance work is about a week worth of work, and mm-hmm. you don't got to worry about that anymore. I think that's the thing. I think even Juan touched on that when he said uh, in the last episode they changed majors. Like, you really just have to find your passion, and from there, that's where you capitalize on it. Because which because the. I believe the perception was earlier, okay, let me chase money, let me chase the bag, you know what I'm saying? But you really have to chase your happiness. Because, I mean, if you don't have that, then, like, there's no, there's really no point in really kind of going forward because that's what we really should be uh, do chasing. You, do you feel like you should know what the fuck you want to do at 18? No. 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 18? You that's definitely that's should not. people start college. And they'll, like, they'll, some, a lot of people will declare a major in yeah, freshman year. That's true. I feel that's like they should change that in education. So I feel like they should let you take your general education courses your first two years and then get into your discipline. Like later on, like, I that's what like, I did. Like my freshman year, you know, I, took, I, I took like chemistry, math, all that stuff. Yeah. And, then, and then like going into my second year, like that first semester when I transferred to USC, I said it's not for me at all. Right. Like, that's it's, real. it's just one of those things where like you get ahead of the ball in that aspect, and then like once you get into the nitty gritty, mm-hmm. like where you actually focusing, you can like kind of narrow out what you want to do, what you don't. Wanna do. Like, I could have easily did like most people change the IT or whatever, but I, I was like, this isn't for me, like nothing, nothing. Just got a whole thing. Yeah, like I hate it. So can I ask like a question around the room, just pertaining to like education? Because I know for me, like I think it's fair to say motivation comes and goes. Like motivation isn't something that's around regularly. Like that's just some real rah rah shit that'll get you through whatever moment you're dealing with. Right. Right. But like being driven is what separates people that are successful from people that talk about people that are successful, you know? Right. And so like I've always been kind of curious just as as it pertains to men in general or you know, even black men, like what drives y'all? What's something that, what's a driving force for y'all in y'all lives? Well, I feel like for me, um one of the really big things that I aspire to be is a great father. Um, growing up, uh, my real dad, he kind of left me, uh, my mom and my brother hanging and stuff like that. You know, I have a great dad now, but and I see everything that he's done for me just coming in. So I aim to be the type of father where I provide where my kid doesn't have to ever go without having that comfort or security. Um, mm-hmm. And they have the opportunity. And so that's what I, that's what really kind of drives me. Um, I, I know it's just really kind of looking ahead. It's not even like an immediate future or anything like that, but I just know... Um, what I want without, and I wouldn't want anybody to really not have that in their life. So that's really what motivates me at the end of the day to get it done. Yeah, I say for me, it probably have to be the people that's under me, or like my younger cousins, because I'm I'm only child. I don't have any brothers and sisters, but I have a lot of younger cousins that like are going down the path of like being, you know, not not really maximizing their potential, not really like capitalizing all the opportunities they have. And the excuse they give me is kind of like, oh well. Um, I come from a household like I have four other brothers or um, I don't have enough money to do this and that and I'm kind of like I'm not going to say if I can make it anybody can make it but you know we all have our own struggles and I don't feel like anybody's struggle is more than others unless it's like drastic or anything like that but I always feel like you know you kind of have to be that example to give people hope like, I always want to be the kind of person that was able to like give people hope like coming from a small country town Hemingway, Waynesburg County moving from North Carolina to South Carolina being the only child um, not really knowing a whole lot of people coming into South Carolina and like establishing this friendship with y'all and even you know with people that I don't know professionally and just like relationship wise mm-hmm. I just feel like you know anybody can make it you just have to have the right mindset like have the right you know tools to do it and if I was to see myself doing this you know like I made a 
a good amount of mistakes, you know, coming up. So I feel like if I was able to have that uh, figure in my life to like pull me down the right path, like kind of give me that hope, then I feel like I would be better off than what I am now. I'm not saying I'm like far off, but it probably could have been better. You know what I'm saying? And for me to look at that and be like, dang, I wish I had that person that was able to like guide me. I want to be the person that I wish I had when I was younger, based on what I'm saying. And that person right now is my younger cousins. You know what I'm saying? And like trying to give them hope and making sure that they're straight. You know, when you know they have these tough times, be like, dang, Queese can do it. Why can't I do it? You know what I'm saying? So that's my job before. That's real. Why'd you do, John? What uh, gets you Somebody came and knocked on my door at 8 a.m. and be like, come on, get up, bro. Like, I'm going to be your motivation for this week. I'm going to say, bro, if you don't get out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> the only motivation I got is myself. Like, like my, obviously, like, you know, in the back of my mind, it's my mom, my grandma, like, those family members and stuff like that, my nephew. But it's like at the end of the day. But like, at the end of the day, is like my only motivation is myself. Like, mm-hmm. no, but like, whatever, like, people could tell me, like, um, yeah, I feel like you got a bright future. Like, if I don't see that myself, then it's like, yeah, yeah, like I genuinely say like when people say what's your motivation, like I can say my mom, my grandma, like and then even like with y'all like having that security for like people come after me. Mm-hmm. But like right now it's myself, like yeah. That's real, I, like, I motivate myself. Like, that's real answer. Well the, mo- the important thing is that you know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that's like, real. there's some people out here that just kinda like are just kinda waiting in the water, you know what I'm saying, waiting for a wave to come carry them ashore and stuff like that. So the fact that you identify it and you know what kind of drives you, that's important. Raiders, rated R? Uh, shoot. Uh, I think, well, what motivates me is definitely my family. A lot of people don't know this, but, well, I'm a criminal justice major and political science major, by the way, I'm a double major. Um, the reason I'm a criminal justice major is because one of my cousins, he was older than me. His name was actually Sean, too, by the way. Um, he was killed. And it was kind of like, uh, it was like some conspiracy around. Basically, he was, he got found, he was drowned. He drowned himself or whatever. But he couldn't swim or whatever. So he never, like, swam. That was, like, his thing. Going near water. And he was, like, he was found dead in Lynch's River. Um, if, you're from, if you're in Florence County, you know what that is. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was no, like, the investigation, like, it just kind of just, like, went stall. But the family, we always kind of knew, like, that wasn't, like, the real story that we were being told. Yeah. So the reason I'm a criminal justice major is because I never really truly understood the criminal justice system. And I just, like, it kind of, like, lit a fire on the media just kind of just to understand it, really. Yeah. I'm not really, I wasn't, I didn't really pick the major because I wanted to, like, do it, per se. But I just wanted to, like, really, like, Understand, understand it, yeah. it for like a point of view, and it's, 
as far as my other major, like my family is really cut and dry. Old school, what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. No gray area. Yeah, there's no gray area. So like, it's a lot of things in administration and politics that I don't feel is right. So that's probably that's why it's one of my passions. But to answer your question, family, that's why I get up in the morning. My family, that's my biggest motivator. All right, so how about the author the question? What's your motivation? What drives you? Uh, I honestly didn't have an answer for that for a long time, bro. That's real. Nah, and, and, and because, like, I would always, like, my pop's one of them people that, like, he's, he's the type to where, like, he can watch other people's stories mm-hmm. and, you know, just kind of take take lessons, lessons from, from their stories that, yeah. and put that towards himself. Mm-hmm. So I guess he kind of similar to Dejan, like, He's his motivation. Like he's like, like I'm like I'm, I'm my back hurting because I'm carrying everybody else type shit or something like that. I'm not saying like he feel like he carrying everybody else, carrying everybody else rather. But I guess for me, as I'm getting older and the more I, I kind of develop as just as a young man, yeah, it's just the fact that I know that there are people in my corner, uh, and I know that there's people that believe in me. That that in and of itself, just knowing that. I've, like, I've had situations where I've heard people say um, they got something out of what I said or, you know, kind of like you were talking about the people behind you that look up to you. They'll come up to me and say, like, I was, like, I had one of my uh, church members, actually. He was like, he was like, I was going to kill myself today. But when we talked, like, you made me feel better. Oh, so I'm not, sheesh. like, I'm just, I'm going to keep pushing. Yes. So, like, stuff like that. To know that somebody, cause like I'm, I'm like you, bro. Like I, I, I genuinely don't feel like I'm nothing special, bro. Like I'm not, I'm not no like. There's, a, I feel like there's a thousand other versions of me, mm-hmm. or like a thousand other people that like do what I do or can yeah. do what I do, or have the potential to do what I do. But the fact that somebody like honed in and zeroed in on me specifically and said, "You are the reason that I did whatever," or I appreciate you for this, or this meant this much to me. Yeah. Like, it just makes me want to. It makes me want to one spread that out to more people. Because I mean, like, if that if I have that ability, then why not be able to, you know, I guess magnify that and make it and make it more applicable to more people. Yeah. One and two, that just lets me know that I'm doing something right. Because I, I mean, so many times. You just feel like you're going nowhere fast, especially with this college shit, bro. Yeah, like, bro. You'll be having, you'll be doing five thousand things in a day, and don't have no, no time progress. to really like. You don't really have no time to really progress in it because you're just trying to manage. Yeah. And especially like for people that are like in the circle, like we all have positions, we all are leaders mm-hmm. in our own right. And so, you know, that's just that's reassuring, and that and, it, and it's easy to it's easy to get up in the morning. It makes it easier to get up in the morning do what I do so yeah. well, but on that note we really appreciate our guests for coming in sharing this perspective hey, y'all, y'all the first guests on the way to eight podcast so if we blow up just know hey man y'all. real niggas in this motherfucker <laughs> first double first double but nah definitely follow these boys on social media um make sure that you guys are tuning in for all our future podcasts. We got a lot of good content coming up. And also, all the feedback we've been receiving so far has been good feedback. Make sure you keep that going. And also share it. Like, if you guys feel like this podcast should be, you know, broadcast to someone that may need, like, a special listen or, like, they may find this, like, Derek was saying, applicable to their lives and they can carry you on, make sure you share it. Like, you don't have to have any special permission to do that. Just share it and, you know, just make sure that, you know, you tune in, subscribe, 
Um, like, comment, give us any feedback that you may have. Needs it. Yeah, we need that. Shout out to black, black businesses, people that starting black initiatives. Yes, sir. Black leaders doing black things, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. If you know them in the area, like, please say something. We're all about raising that platform, you know what I'm saying? Because if they're not going to do it, then it's up to us to do it. If not now, then when? Yeah. If not me, then who? Sheesh. Yes, sir. So one boy. of the things we do before we always close out, we always got a good few words to say to the people. So... There it is. I'm gonna let y'all top it off. What do y'all want to say to include to the people? I'm the best there ever was. Look, I wake up in the oh, morning. Oh, <laughs> <man. Paper>. oh. <laughs> I guess I can say, um, you know, something that's cliche. Uh, you know, we at a time right now where, like, you know, shit kind of getting real. So just keep your head up. That's real. That's real. Yeah, keep your head up. Stay out the streets. I know everybody miss the streets. I miss the streets. But like And they miss you too. <laughs> but yeah, just you know, just just stay in it, bro. Stay in it for the long run, bro. And like no matter what's going on right now, like it's it's still more to come, bro. That's real. And I'll probably say just my my little lasting words is just um understand that you have you have value. You bring something to the table and you know, you matter. What you say is important. And don't ever let anybody else tell you that that's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, for for lack of, for, for better, for worse, rather, like, God didn't make us all the same for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. so what you have is unique and it adds to the world. That's all I got to say. Like we're really touching hearts, right? Like, we, hey, that, that was real. Yeah, real niggas speaking some real stuff. <laughs> you know, this happen every day. Well, it happens every day, but you know, we just broadcasting out so that people can understand and see what we're talking talk about. Like this on the regular, bro. <laughs> bro, someone hit me up the other day and said, "Like, bro, y'all really talking some real stuff." I said, "Bro, we talk about things we really talk about. We just broadcasting it now. Yeah, like, just regular conversation. Some of this like conversation we've had like a long time ago. We bring it back to life. Yeah, facts. But it's like um, three year old couple. Oh, one more thing. Um, those of you. Who, who know music? Oh yeah. Um, John. <laughs> listen, listen. We gonna leave it at this. We gonna leave it at this. You can't have the last words. Be like, we gonna leave it at this. We are. Um, anybody who would like to argue about this, but I understand most people understand. Um, Drake is one of the great. Not, I'm not gonna say one of. Drake is the greatest artist. All right. <laughs> I co-sign that. Janae Aiko, fuck with me. Follow me on IG, baby girl. I love you. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but it's your boy, Marquise Q. Sav, signing off. All right. It's your boy, Raider Rashard. And it's your boy, Easy. And like I always say, no sorrow may last for a night. Joy does come in the morning. Y'all have a blessed one. Hey, y'all talk about what I say. Ooh, yes, sir. Talk to him.